Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Leader's Guide. I'm excited to be with you, and this is going to be a short, just solo episode. I wanted to share something with you that I, I have been really diving into this week and think that I think is just so valuable and interesting. And I know as you listen to this episode, you're going to find at least one thing that's going to really resonate and benefit your life right now. So I wanted to talk about communication and communication in regards of how we communicate with other people specifically. So this is one of the most important lessons that I learned in studying psychology and NLP and everything else and just in quickly defining communication. It's all about the exchanging of information or news. But I'm going to go a little bit deeper in that and say that I would say it's more about connecting with other people and more importantly, connecting authentically. And this applies to friends, family within a job interview or even a courtroom. The better you are able to connect with an individual and their problems, the better you're able to manage a situation or a relationship. So I want to share with you guys a quick story. Back when I was a, a freshman, I had a huge shift from my freshman to my sophomore year and just how I viewed and presented myself. Later in my college experience, I got involved with an organization called Alpha Kappa Psi, which is a business fraternity with 150 plus members. And during my senior year, I was in a leadership role as the president. And one of my biggest jobs was all about problem solving and connecting with other people. And a couple of years before, during that transition to freshman and sophomore year, I learned a principle that helped me do this on a powerful and unconscious level. And that is all about the difference between verbal and nonverbal communication. You see, our verbal communication is all about our language, our words, our sentences, and the voice that we use as a medium in our communication. While our nonverbal is all about our body language, our facial expressions, our tone of voice, and even the pauses in our speech. And this is the difference in what you are trying to communicate versus what you are actually communicating. So the goal of this just brief episode is to outline some of the different aspects of communication and how it ties to things that we do every single day, hopefully to help us become better leaders in our teams and in our own personal lives. So that first part, I want to break down that verbal and nonverbal communication. So first, I want to introduce you to a guy named Albert Moravian. He was a professor of psychology at UCLA and did a study back in the 70s and published a book on personal communication. And he found the 738-55 rule. And this study illuminated just how important on nonverbal communication is. So in breaking that down, that 7% is our spoken words. At that 38% is going to be our tone or how we say what we say. And then that 55% is our physiology. Adding that together, that 93% of that is going to be our nonverbal communication. That's that tone, that physiology, only 7% of our communication with other people that like really impacts and matters is going to be that verbal spoken word communication. So in looking inside a little bit more, that 7%, that spoken words, this is going to be the most basic form as it's the words, the sentences that we use to communicate with other people. This shows up whenever we write an email, whenever we take orders or transcribe a message or any other thing that just involves the basic words that we're trying to communicate. So back when I was in school, I worked for a company called Wandsulting and did a lot of interview preparation with them. And I had the pleasure of working with one client in particular who we would do two individual meetings. I remember during the first meeting, he came incredibly prepared and had a lot of basic interview questions already pre-written down and knew what he wanted to say and how he wanted to communicate his experiences and his application to the companies that he was applying for. And when I asked him these questions, he would simply read it off of a screen and completely lost any kind of authenticity within his message. And then I gave him a little bit of coaching, gave him a little bit of tips about memorizing more than just 
um, reading and paraphrasing that we were able to communicate some of these other aspects in the second meeting, he had completely memorized everything in the script, which was incredible, but was still giving me that script and his words were communicating all the right things, but his nonverbals were communicating disinterest, disengagement, and even a sense of dis or a lack of authenticity. So here's an everyday application to this that we do almost every single day, texting. A lot of times texting is used to convey basic ideas, have casual conversations, but oftentimes emotions, meanings, and intentions can get lost very easily. I know we've all heard that the pen is mightier than the sword, but what is so dangerous about this is how easily messages, messages can get distorted without some of these other aspects. You see, when we rely on just the words, they are completely based on our own perspective and then what we think the other person's perspective is on the situation. So going a little bit deeper with that is the tone. That's going to be 38% of our communication and involves how we say what we say. I work at a restaurant right now, and I remember there was one time in particular that I was working or I was closing a shift with a, a coworker, and I'll call her Anne. And we were working on closing everything. I was doing a lot of the side work and everything else. And she was talking to some other people and just not quite moving as quickly as, as I wanted to because I, I was in a little bit of a hurry to get out of there. And I said to her, I said, hey, Anne, can we focus on getting all this finished up so we can work on getting out of here? And I'll be honest, that's not quite how I said it. I was a little bit agitated. Like I said, I want to get out of here. And it was more of a, hey, Ann, can we focus on getting out of here and finishing this up? And I saw immediately in her face that I had messed up. And I hit her with the infamous, oh, I didn't mean it like that. And I was able to backtrack a little bit, but was still communicating in that moment that I felt frustrated and that I snapped out of that frustration. So Chris Foss who he is a former FBI hostage negotiator, probably one of the leading experts on communication in the entire world. He says that your tone of voice will immediately begin to impact somebody's mood and immediately how their brain functions. You see, every time we speak, we are conveying some kind of tone. Here's another everyday application with phone calling. With phone calling, you're able to hear the meaning of in a voice with greater ease. You know, you're able to communicate some of the emotions, some of the intentions, some of the meaning within your voice with that tone when you're on a phone call versus over texting. Now let's go to the next step. That's physiology. This is going to be that 55%, the bulk of our communication when you really think about it. And your physiology involves what you're actually doing with your body. And this is the first thing people pick up on. This goes all the way down from your head to your toes in your face with your smile, with your eyes, if they're looking, if they're glazed over, with your eyebrows, the color in your face, your shoulders, if they're forward or back, your arms, if they're crossed or uncrossed, same thing with your legs, if they're crossed or uncrossed, even your breathing, if you're breathing from your diaphragm, you're breathing from your lungs, if you're breathing quickly or slowly, there's so much with our nonverbal communication. And every single one of those things is communicating something. Within a conversation, it might not be important to know exactly what that means, that the other person is communicating with their eyebrows, but something that's incredibly important is to notice a change. You know, if you notice that somebody was sitting forward, engaged in a conversation, you said something, then they sit back. You know that there was something that you said that caused them to disengage even momentarily from that conversation. And now here's a hack to becoming a master communicator and something that I tried to do every single day when I was in that 150 member organization, Alpha Kappa Psi. And it has to do with the golden rule versus the platinum rule. And we've all heard the golden rule of treat others the way you want to be treated. But I'll take that a step further and say the platinum rule, which is take or treat others the way they want to be treated. 
And you can do this with a strategy called matching and mirroring. This is when you pick up on what other people are doing with their communication, match it, and then mirror it back to them. It's a really, really cool way to connect with people on an unconscious level because their brain says, hey, they're like me. And then we have a natural tendency to, that, to like that which is like us. So another quick story just applying with this. In that organization, one of the processes for getting inducted was conducting interviews with actives and pledges. The pledges had to reach out to actives and conduct interviews throughout the semester to learn about the organization, learn about the individuals, and just kind of work on connecting with the organization. I remember there was one individual who I had an interview with. And we sat down and I could immediately feel a kind of hostile energy. He was sitting, leaning back, arms crossed, body was closed off. I asked him questions and he'd give me short answers. And I was thinking to myself, this isn't going to work. And this is the beginning of the interview. I don't want to cut him off. And I don't want to just have this be a, an awkward experience. I think we can both gain and learn something from this. So I asked if he wanted to get up and just go for a quick walk. And we started walking. And moving in just general helped open up his body a little bit. But what I started doing was matching and mirroring his body language the entire time that we were walking. I matched his strides when he would step with his right foot, I'd step with my left foot or vice versa. If he started to speed up, I'd speed up. If he slowed down, I slowed down. If I noticed that his arms were crossed, I'd cross mine. If he stood up tall, I'd stand up tall. Same thing with his tone. I'd match and mirror his tone where if he was talking quickly or talking in a, in a higher dialect, I'd, I'd match and mirror that same thing. And within minutes, he began to shift a lot of his body language and open up a little bit. We ended up having a great conversation. So when you're matching and mirroring with somebody, you're able to build a really deep sense of rapport with them. And then what you can do is you can match, mirror, and lead, where you can take individuals where they want to go. And I, can, I know you can only imagine how impactful that would be if you're able to inspire and lead your team with that kind of communication. So here's the point I want to try and make. The more conscious you are about the intention of your message, the better ways you are able to communicate that message. Again, the more conscious you are about the intention of your message, the better you're able to communicate that message. And then the better leader and communicator you're going to end up being. So I want to leave you with just three questions that you can ask yourself next time you're in a conversation with anybody. Number one, what is my body language communicating right now? Number two, what emotions do I want to elicit with my tone, engagement, interest, motivation, et cetera? Number three, are my spoken words aligned with my tone and my physiology? That's it. I just wanted to share a quick episode with you guys. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you guys taking the time to spend a quick 10 minutes with me. And if any of this was impactful, beneficial, please share it, share it with some friends, like, comment, subscribe, anything else. And I look forward to continuing to grow with you all.